You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Ironman. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. We have one game in the books here for Week 14. Steelers-Vikings, we'll talk briefly about that. A lot of points in that game. A little bit more higher scoring than we expected. Big return in that game. We'll talk about that. Then we'll uh, break down the DFS values there. We'll look at the players you want to look at on the main slate there, whether you're playing DraftKings or FanDuel cash games or tournaments, do some uh, toss-ups there and figure out uh, where we want to go with our money this week there to uh, be profitable again on our two sites. And again, we will close the week as we always do with the injury updates you know for Sunday and Monday's games. We'll have the Friday injury report designations later, but this is to give you an idea there what to expect there when the inactives and actives are announced there on Sunday afternoon. All right, before we dive into all that, thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We're free and available for you on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. And I also can say this episode is brought to you by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. All right, Steelers-Vikings, wild one there. The Vikings seem to be in complete control. They were cruising with a 29-0 lead. Then the Steelers come roaring back, put up a lot of garbage points there. In the second half, nearly tie the game there late. Uh, Pat Freermuth just missed a... Game potential tying touchdown with the two-point conversion that would have happened. So, furious comeback by the Steelers here, almost winning it. But the bottom line is Ben Roethlisberger, we liked him for fantasy. He came through big time. The negative game script helped, and then also Roethlisberger looking really good in the second half. So, he gets the touchdowns downfield here. So, it was uh, nice to see. The big arm was back. He had that nice touchdown to James Washington there near the end of the game and just... Looking good, Chase Claypool, getting him involved downfield. Pretty solid game for Claypool and Johnson. Unfortunately, the touchdowns went elsewhere here for the Steelers, but Big Ben looked really good. Najee Harris uh, had some tough running early, but then it opened up in the second half as they made some adjustments. The Vikings' defense wore down. Najee gets a couple of scores in this one as well, so very nice game for the Steelers in the end. Uh, you wanted a little bit more from Johnson and Claypool. Maybe a touchdown, maybe a few more yardage numbers there. But pretty solid overall for the Steelers' offense. So they had some sloppiness with an interception but for Big Ben. But we said this could be a game where the volume is there. And the matchup was too good downfield against the secondary. They found the holes eventually. In the second half, they waited a little too long. But Bashad Breland... They kind of bashed him quite a bit. Patrick Peterson and some of the guys back there got overwhelmed in the end in catch-up mode. So the Steelers put up numbers there. Pat Freemuth gets involved here as well. He nearly caught that other touchdown there on a 
pass to the end zone. Unfortunately, it was triple teamed, including the couple safeties for the Vikings, including Harrison Smith and Xavier Woods. They kept him out of that catch and out of scoring another touchdown. So it could have been a massive game here for Ben Roethlisberger if he had that TD as well. But yeah, this Steelers offense is looking pretty good. They started out really slow, however. Part of it was the Vikings couldn't get off the field because Dalvin Cook comes back. If you were concerned about the shoulder injury, how he's going to perform with a harness on, forget about it. He came back as a workhorse. He goes two bills here. 200 yards rushing. He gets a key reception too late in the game. Has multiple touchdowns too here. So it was a Dalvin Cook show. Thankfully, Justin Jefferson also scored. And K.J. Osborne playing the role of Adam Thielen comes through on a long shot play from Kirk Cousins. So it was looking pretty sketchy for Osborne and these other receivers, but that big play saved the day for Osborne. Kirk Cousins a decent day, but he did have multiple interceptions here. Not a lot of yardage and uh, two TDs where Roethlisberger has has the triple there and the significant yardage uh, with the negative game script. So that also played a little bit to not liking Cousins as well as Thursday night in primetime. He had that ugly interception in the second half that really allowed the Steelers to get back in the game, but the funny thing is he needed the Osborne touchdown to get that position to let the Steelers back in the game. So that's what happened. But Osborne, Jefferson, what else can you say? They came through as you expected, kept it simple. So three-man group uh, scores again. Unfortunately, Alexander Madison had some good work there. But with Cook's return, he pretty much had no fantasy value in this game. So again, Dalvin Cook looked really good. He could be league winner down the stretch here. Najee Harris continues to do his thing. The Steelers passing game coming into life here. And... Osborne, a seamless, seamless replacement here for Thielen. A little bit different because Thielen does it with the red zone quite a bit, but good home run play there for Osborne playing off Jefferson in that game. Jefferson continues to just roll. He's just been awesome all year. Didn't get to 100 yards. They didn't need him as much, but got the touchdown and had a very strong game overall. All right, let's turn our attention to quarterbacks available on Sunday on the main slate. So Ben Roethlisberger and Kirk Cousins, if you played Roethlisberger of the showdown. You were very happy with that. Dak Prescott is a guy that you can look at, and we're going to measure him with Ryan Tannehill here. Prescott at Washington, 6,700, 8,100 are his prices respectively on DraftKings and FanDuel. Tannehill, you go to 6,400, so in that same range. Great matchup at home against the Jaguars. 81 Hufford for Dak on DraftKings. 73, sorry, 8,100 on FanDuel for Dak. 7300 for Tannehill. So you save the money there. I think Tannehill could be just as productive. I think the Washington Cowboys game has a bigger chance to be a shootout where the Cowboys may not be able to run effectively. Tony Pollard battling a really hurting foot here and may not be going here. Tannehill's going to play off the run and however produce. So remember, Tannehill's tied to the run for his good passing success. Julio Jones could return. So if Julio Jones returns, I feel better about Tannehill in this value save. But I would only play him on FanDuel for the $800 savings. But for that $300 bump up to Dak, I'd prefer to go there with him on DraftKings. Now, let's look at uh, another option here, uh, lower. Taylor Heineke, $5,500 on DraftKings, $7,100 on FanDuel. Cam Newton, $5,400 on DraftKings, $7,400 on FanDuel. So, comparison there, the former Panthers quarterback, really two former Panthers quarterbacks, as Cam returned to Carolina. And uh, Cam, and we look at it, so Taylor Heineke gets the Cowboys. The game script should be negative. should be throwing a ton here. He has good enough weapons. We'll talk about a potential stack you can make with both of these guys, but 55 and 71 for him, 54 and 74. So I like both of these. Again, Cam, you're going to have to pay up there on FanDuel. On DraftKings, you pay a little bit more for Heineke. So I think it's pretty simple. Go with Cam on DK. 
and go with Heineke on FanDuel there at quarterback. All right, so there's a breakdown of the quarterbacks. We'll get the running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and defenses. Then in our final segment, we will hit the injury updates. We'll go in rapid fire there for you. Again, we told you at the top that this uh, episode is brought to you by On Location. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium with less than 100 days away. And On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring Exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash sb56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash sb56 or search Super Bowl on location. I also have to tell you more about Built Bar here. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high protein. It is a great gift, and if you get it for yourself, it's getting the best of both worlds for you, delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing ones for yourself and ones you want to stock stuffings with. We have raspberry mint brownie, cherry double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. It's a good problem to have this holiday season. Like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallow through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. There's another way to enjoy Built Bar as well with Holiday Secret. Dip your Built Bar in a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice, melty Built Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand because Built Bars are messy, delicious, and good for you as well. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com or Built.com. Check them out right now. All right, let's continue the show here in a moment, talking about the running backs. But once again, i got to tell you, thanks so much for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listener in every day. We are free and available for you on all platforms. Let's go to running backs here on uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. At the high end, it's Austin Eckler, 83, DK, 92, FD. You have Alvin Kamara, 7,900 on DraftKings and 9,000 on FanDuel. So let's look at these prices here. You're going to pay up for Eckler there. So either way, you're paying up for Eckler. So I think the choice is pretty clear. Alvin Kamara is returning. Mark Ingram's a little bit banged up. They don't have a lot going on at receiver. The Jets are decent against the pass, but very terrible against the run. They also can't cover backs to the backfield. They're hurting on the second level as well. So Alvin Kamara's the easy choice over Eckler if I'm going to pay up this week. 7900 are his prices. Now here are two backs in the same game. Josh Jacobs, 6200 and uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 6100 Those are their prices there on DraftKings and FanDuel. You get 7100 for Jacobs uh, there uh, to a little bit higher end there for him on FanDuel, 6500 for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So I'm surprising, and I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as the better value. Again, Jacobs has been running really well two straight games. The matchup of the numbers is really good, but so it is for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think he's going to have a big game in this one, get involved more in the passing game, score at least once in this one. So I like that value for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, especially on FanDuel when he can save those $600. Another toss-up in running back is uh, Saquon Barkley, 6000 on DK, 7,300 FD, and Chuba Hubbard, 6,900 on DraftKings, and 7,500 on FanDuel. Let's look at these prices here. Now, Chuba Hubbard, you're going to pay up quite a bit to go get Hubbard. Um, you're looking at 
that on Fando, $200 more. He's right there, the same price there. Actually, $5,900 with Charles Bar- or Saquon Barkley there. So, Charles and Chuba. We're going with Saquon and Chuba in this one. And I like Saquon over Chuba. And that's where I was trying to fast forward to here in our decision here. Yes, Sir Saquon is a little bit better here than uh, Chucka Chuba here in this game. So, we're going here because we think Amir Abdullah might be involved here and we also have Cam Newton to worry about where you have Jake Fromm I get that's a problem here but Barkley should see a lot of check down volume running volume the Chargers are not very good against the run we know the Falcons have struggled as well in that spot but I'm going to side with Saquon Barkley there and even with this slight greater investment on DraftKings he's still a bargain nicely on FanDuel and finally if we're going really deep we're going to watch these two situations, but Dante Foreman is a pretty good price here against the Jaguars, 5,100. We, we said the running game is going to set up Tannehill there. 5,100, 5,900 are his prices here, so you'll see a little Hilliard, uh, Dontrell Hilliard, but he's more of a change of pace guy. Foreman is more of the bread and butter. You figure he's the downhill runner and can put things away, and he's also a pretty adept pass catcher in his own right. We're also going to look for the 49ers backfield and see what happens there. Jeff Wilson would be seeming to be the guy here. 4,400, 4,900 are his prices. But don't sleep on Jermichael Hasty. You remember Wilson did have his knee injury flare-up last week. Looking pretty bad for Elijah Mitchell with a knee injury and a concussion coming off a finger injury. So the kid has been really good when he's in there, but just not durable. And that's the risky run with taking these late-round picks. They're a little bit smaller build here. He's been pretty productive, but not all that durable here so far. So Trey Sermon, we already know, is on IR. Trenton Cannon was hurt on special teams in a scary incident last week. So... Could be a lot of Jeff Wilson and Jermichael Hasty here against the Bengals. And keep in mind, Hasty is more of their guy that they can use in the hurry-up situation in the past game, and the Bengals could have a lead in this one for sure. Let's look at uh, wide receivers here. Put on line, we t- talked about the stacks here. Taylor Heineke, you can stack him with uh, Terry McLaurin, 7000 7100 are his prices. And you can also get the nice deal with DJ Moore and Cam Newton, because Moore 6200 and DraftKings 6800 in FanDuel. So like that... A guy that maybe people are off because of recent production that I think can rebound this week is Jamar Chase, 6,900 on DraftKings, 7,200 on FanDuel. The 49ers secondary lost another body there to Manuel Mosley. And they'll do their best to contain Jamar Chase, but it's hard to do that. He's overdue for an explosion here. So Joe Burrow and Chase, not a bad stack either if you uh, can't go the bargain route there with Heineke and McLaurin or Newton and more. I don't love uh, Derek Carr this week, but Hunter Renfro is a guy that you can always put in your lineup. He's pretty consistent. He's going to give you a TD or 100 yards every week. And he's the default number one receiver working out of the slot for the Raiders. 6,100 on drafting, 6,700 on Fando. But I actually like a guy priced a little bit lower. Uh, there's rather significantly, I think, out of the AFC West. It's Jerry Judy against the Lions. I think it's a Judy game. We saw some of that last week with Teddy Bridgewater. He's just not finding Cortland Sun and Tim Patrick. He wants to work in the middle of the field with Judy. This is a high-volume game. They're going to keep moving the chains, playing off the running game. They're not going to necessarily force things in the passing game downfield. So high volume to keep it moving here. So Jerry Judy, I like him at 5,600, 6,300. I also like Michael Gallup, 5,500 and 6,100. If you're looking for a stack with Dak in Washington, that matchup is, I think Amari Cooper is going to see some tighter coverage, seeding Lamb and Gallup. It's their type of game more so this week. Now, the Saints, a wide receiver situation, not one I would want to tape, tap into a season long. But in a tournament format, Traquan Smith has been pretty close a couple times with Taysom Hill from breaking some plays and scoring. 4,800 there on DraftKings, 5,600 Fandos, so a little bit of a bargain play there. 
And one more bargain I'll talk about. Elijah Moore, I liked him as the bargain early in the week, but he's got the quad injury, hasn't practiced all week, very iffy to play. Corey Davis already out. Jameson Crowder, 4700 5500 artist prices. The Saints are not very good in the slot. Crowder is a short extension there of the running game with his reception. So Jameson Crowder there is where we like for the bottom barrel value at wide receiver. Now, let's turn to tight ends going high end, and really we're going all Ks here for the most part. Travis Kelsey or George Kittle, 7,400, 7,500 for Kelsey at the top. George Kittle right behind him, 6,900 and 7,100. I'm going Kelsey, pay for him. Raiders really stink against covering the tight end. Uh, he's got to go off. He was very quiet last week. So Kittle, a little bit tougher matchup with Jesse Bates and the Bengals this week. So Kittle will still come through, but I think Kelsey has a bigger game. I re- also really like Dawson Knox. So this is going to be a pivot because he struggled last week against the Patriots, but this week it's not prime time. It's in the 425 p.m. Eastern time window against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have some pieces back at linebacker, but they've still struggled to cover the tight end. 5,000 on DraftKings, 6,000 on Fandle. And then with Darren Waller out, you got to take advantage there. Yeah, Foster Murrow, 4,000 on DraftKings and 5,200 on Fandle. Finally, look at two defenses to circle here. The Panthers and Browns getting a, lo- getting a lot of attention at home and some struggling offenses. Panthers, 2,800 and 4,800 are their prices, but the Browns you can drop down and save there at 2,700 and 4,100 on DraftKings and Fandle, respectively. Yeah, so there's a lot of price points you have to break down and look at, but those are the values we like there when uh, trying to make those tough decisions, trying to get the core players in. A quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense special teams for DraftKings and FanDuel. We still have to get our injury updates in. We'll do that in our final segment. Uh, i got to tell you about an exciting new clothing design hub for you. It's called Stance. I love getting Stance is... Great collection of apparel. They're colorful and comfortable. The apparel is very well made, super soft, and extremely unique. It's a lot of fun to wear, and we're looking forward to purchasing more for yourself and others. Stance give you a sense of confidence simply by feeling good. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwears, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic along some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. There's so many fun designs. Uh, I like the ones they have with Marvel and Batman and Star Wars. Uh, you can check them out. Uh, you can always get a fun gift that way and make someone happy in your life, whatever age they are and whatever they love. You can also get some tied to Major League Baseball and the NBA. So a lot of great stuff. Uh, I really like wearing uh, socks and comfortable, kind of active uh, athleisure wear that they have. And Stance is really going to make you feel good in those. They're so soft, so comfortable. And really, the quality can't be beat here. You can uh, go get some flimsy material that's not going to keep you warm and cozy in the winter. But you go to Stance and be extremely happy with everything you can get there. So, really, everyone I know loves Stance. And uh, they want to ask where they can get these items. And... I can tell you now where to get it. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Those who feel good, do good. See it for yourself. Register for an account at Stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a less ordinary life here with Stance. All right, it's time to close the show and the week looking at the injury updates you need to know. Let's uh, lock and load for this ride uh, 
Let's go. Quarterbacks, uh, Justin Fields returning with his ribs injury. He will start on Randy Dalton, who has a left-hand injury. So Justin Fields, Sunday night uh, against the Packers, he's going to be in there. Joe Burrow has a right finger injury as well as the knee injury he's dealing with. He played through the finger last week against the Chargers. He will do so again against the 49ers. Now, Baker Mayfield, not fully healthy, coming off the Browns' bye, foot and left shoulder injury, but he's going to start in that game against the Ravens. I would start him in fantasy. However, same thing for Teddy Bridgewater. He'll play through the tibia Injury once again against the Lions. Still not going to start him even in that matchup. Speaking of Lions, Jared Goff is going to play through his illness for that game. Aaron Rodgers didn't practice for two straight days, but he's Aaron Rodgers. He knows the offense in the Green Bay by the back of his hands. He'll play. He's rested. He's going to start against the Bears, who he owns, according to his own words. And that's true. Deshaun Watson not going to play. What else is new there for the Texans? But Tyrod Taylor is not going to be the guy. With his left wrist injury, he's fine to play physically, but Davis Mills in line to start there again because Taylor's not been good. Mills going to be in there against the Seahawks. Taysom Hill, right finger injury, he's going to play through his injury. He's got the mallet finger that uh, Russell Wilson had earlier the season, but it's not going to slow him down, mainly because he's not throwing the ball at Wallet anyway, and he's going to be all about running against the Jets. Daniel Jones, neck injury for him. Mike Glenn has a concussion, so Jake Fromm is going to start against the Chargers on the road. Zach Wilson for the New York team will start with his knee injury there against the Saints. Dave Montgomery is battling three injuries at running back shoulder, growing in glute, but he's fine. He's going to play against the Packers on Sunday night. Damian Williams could be back to help him and Khalil Herbert with a calf injury. Joe Mixon, we're going to watch him. Two mispractices with an illness. It's lingering here. If it's not him, it's going to be Samaji Pirine because Chris Evans is not going to play. He's got an ankle injury and has missed two games. Ezekiel Elliott is good to go with a knee injury. Tony Pollard According to reports, has a plantar fascia issue that he hurt on the long touchdown run against the Saints there. So, might not see Pollard, Elliott, more regular role this week. DeAndre Swift, we're not going to see him with the shoulder injury. Jamal Williams gets another key start there in Denver against Javante Williams on the other side. Speaking of Javante Williams, you're not going to be too much invested in Melvin Gordon, but he's going to play through that hip injury. He should return this week. But if not, Javante in another smash spot against the Lions this week. David Johnson should return to share the carries with Rex Burkhead in the Texans' backfield. He has an illness and a thigh injury. James Robinson, don't be fooled by his coach. He is not totally injured there. He's good enough. He played last week, and they benched him. So the heel and knee, I think it's a get-well game here for James Robinson as the overcorrection happens. Josh Jacobs will continue to play through his ankle injury against the Chiefs. Kenny Drake, however, is done for the season. Fractured ankle on IR, so this backfield belongs to Jacobs. Some concern about Austin Eckler, too. Limited practice on the ankle, but he's good to go against the Giants. Daryl Henderson is on the right track. Only one practice so far for the Rams. Head of Monday Night Football. Thigh injury limited. Looks like he may return here against the Cardinals. Alvin Kamara is good to go. Two full practices for him in the knee. So finally, let's do it. Great matchup against the Jets. Saquon Barkley going to play well through that ankle injury against the Chargers. Tevin Coleman probably going to miss the game for the Jets here. So Ty Johnson, Austin Walter in a tough matchup against the Saints run defense. Elijah Mitchell, we mentioned him with a concussion and knee. He's probably not going to play. Jeff Wilson will with a knee injury. But uh, Jermichael Hasty also figures to get some touches there. No Trenton Cannon. So no Sermon, no Mitchell, no Trenton Cannon there for the 49ers. And a Hasty Wilson backfield hot hand type deal is going to emerge there. Alex Collins could return for the Seahawks from his abdomen injury. Travis Homer, however, may not be available with a calf and a hamstring for that game against the Texans. Jeremy McNichols will return for the Titans, uh, but he's going to be taking a backseat behind Dante Foreman and Dr. L. Hilliard there. J.D. McKissick also looks like he'll return from his concussion, but it's been the Antonio Gibson show. A few more 
targets there that can go with this week. Now, Miles Boykin, the finger injury, he was limited there for the Browns game, but he'll play. Marquise Goodwin and Allen Robinson, we'll see about their statuses. I think it's less likely Goodwin plays. He's got a foot injury. Allen Robinson should play for the Bears, potentially with a hamstring, two limited practices here in returning against the Packers. T. Higgins, uh, we were worried about him on Wednesday with no practice, but he got a limited work there with the ankle injury. He should be okay to play against the 49ers. Jarvis Landry is going to play through his knee injury against the Ravens there. Depleted secondary without the slot. Cover man uh, Marlon Humphrey. Anthony Schwartz probably going to miss another game with his concussion. For the Cowboys, Cedric Wilson limited twice in practice, so he could return to help those other three receivers there in Washington. Noah Brown, however, might not be available. Devontae Adams is battling through a hamstring here, but he'll be fine for the Bears. Packers probably going to be without Randall Cobb. Core muscle injury there. He's set to miss this game here, so Marquez Valdez-Scantling, bump him up. He should see some key targets as well with Alan Lazard. Malik Taylor, also available here for the Packers. Let's look at the, the Texans. Nico Collins is going to return for them and be strong here. The rookie from Michigan playing off of Brandon Cooks. Marvin Jones Jr. was just rested. He's okay. Good to go for the Titans game. You have the Chargers dealing with a couple COVID issues. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, COVID-19. Williams, a close contact of Allen. Both could be cleared here. Ahead of the Giants game, just need to get that on Saturday. So watch that. Otherwise, you'll see a big bump up for Jalen Guyton, Jared Cook, Josh Palmer, Donald Parham Jr., all their other peripheral pass catchers will really have to step up there for Justin Herbert. Cooper Cup has had a limited practice to start the week with a toe injury, but he's fine for the Cardinals. No concern for Sean McVay for Monday night. Little Jordan Humphrey, and always not good to see a middle-of-the-week injury there, has a hamstring. So yet another Saints receiver without Deontay Harris having some question marks. That's why we kind of like Trinquan Smith as a tournament dark play there for the Saints, for Taysom Hill against the Jets. Sterling Shepard and Cardarius Tony quad oblique injuries there, could return for the Giants. Kenny Galladay has a ribs injury. He's out there as well. But uh, I don't see a lot here with Jake Fromm, and it's very questionable who's all going to be in the lineup for them. Elijah Moore doesn't look good, unfortunately, guys. He's been on the fire here with a quad injury that he's missed two practices, not looking good for the Saints game. Debo Samuel not going to return quite yet with a growing injury, two missed practices out of the Bengals. DK Metcalf is uh, fine. He has a foot and illness rested there for the Texans game. Antonio Brown not playing. It's not the ankle, it's now also the suspension, so move on without him against the Bills. Julio Jones has a good chance still to return for the Titans against the Jaguars. Curtis Samuel dealing with a growing injury. We'll see. He's just not been on the fantasy football radar at all in his first season with his new team. Always hurt. Zach Ertz has a shoulder injury for the Cardinals, but he should play through it against the Rams. Nick Boyle may not be available for the Ravens. That gives all the targets to Mark Andrews. David Njoku is on the COVID-19 list. Harrison Bryant has got an ankle injury. That opens things up here. Two mispractice for Bryant. Njoku probably going to miss the game. For Austin Hooper, in a very good matchup against the Ravens this week. So some sneaky news to know there. TJ Hawkinson, we'll see about him. He got a limited practice, then he had no practice. He, we'll see if he goes. We'll get a better clarity there in the Broncos matchup. Brevin Jordan, he's been uh, doing a little bit more here, but uh, he's just limited with a hand injury to play against the Seahawks. Darren Waller doesn't look good. Back and knee injuries, missed a couple practices here. And uh, more Foster Moreau stepping into the decent matchup against the Chiefs. Ryan Griffin, he got hurt uh, last week. He made a play and scored for Zach Wilson, but now he's not going to be able, potentially knee and ankle injuries. Did not practice and had a limited there. So we'll see what happens, but you're not trusting Ryan Griffin in fantasy. And Ricky Seals-Jones trying to fill in for one Logan Thomas with a knee injury. Ricky Seals-Jones has a hip injury of his own, so he'll be out there. We'll see what his value can yield here against the Cowboys, but I figure that makes it more likely that 
Pat, that you'll see a lot of Terry McLaurin in that game. All right, that uh, takes care of pretty much your injury updates you need to know here for the Sunday and Monday games of Week 14. Pretty action-packed week. A lot of great sponsors that we talked about as well, so we thank them here for supporting the show. We thank you for supporting Locked On Fantasy Football. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Our next show will be Roundup Monday, where we look at uh, all the action of Week 14, break it down, assess it, all the reactions that you need to know going into the next week for Week 15. It is the final week in most places for the fantasy football regular season. Good luck in all your games this weekend, and uh, we'll catch you. And make sure you're checking out uh, Locked on Bets as well on the network. A great show. Your daily one-stop shop for all gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. For this edition and this week of Locked on Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Have a great weekend of games. Win all your matchups. Get in the playoffs. Get a top seed. Do what you need to do. And we'll catch you on the flip as a very successful fantasy football player.